so glad you're availing yourselves to the powerful message provided by Wisdom Connection, the media ministry of Wisdom International Network Ministries, where individuals are being helped to shape their future to fulfill their God-given destinies. We pray the ensuing message will enable you to find fulfillment in life. Now, let's receive the message. as a destiny. Every purpose brought here is on a mission to achieve a particular destiny. How can they find out these purpose unless they are what brought to the place of hope where they know that Christ in them is the hope of their glory. So we can't fulfill a purpose without just guessing it. We fulfill a purpose by discovering it. We can't fulfill a purpose by just doing what others are doing. Yes, you can help others fulfill theirs whilst you discover yours. It will shock you to know that I said 1979, right? When I became born again, that's where I heard that voice. Until this time, I've been working with people trying to help them fulfill their vision. Why? Because every vision must connect to a vision to see it come to pass. Networking is important to visionaries. If you're a visionary and you're self-centered and you're so insecure and you don't want to work with others who have a vision too, you see, you'll be wasting your time and you'll be wasting away from knowing how to pick from different places to make yours complete. I've worked in the ministry. i worked with a group of team of people. I've worked outside you know, uh, the ministry just to be able to fine-tune the craft God gave me. So you see, you must understand that your mission must be fulfilled when you've had opportunity to fine-tune it, to train yourself to know exactly what God is calling you for. So our mission is not by chance. It's to bring hope and restoration. That's why we don't try to be like any other ministry. We walk in our strict lane. Out of your mission, God gives you a vision out of your mission. If the mission is a general view of what God wants you to do, God wants you to take that general view. Let's give example for those of you who like to eat Big Mac. Amen? When the Big Mac is served to you, for you to be able to finish the Big Mac to fill your belly, you can't just chunk all the Big Mac into your mouth and try to eat it. It will choke you. So you break it into pieces and take time to what? Break it down to get it down. Amen? So the same way God wants you as his child listening to his voice, knowing what you want to do, you have to break what he's giving you into smaller pieces so that as you achieve them, you will be getting to the bigger goal. Vision is part of your mission. But your vision gives you a clearer picture of how to fulfill the mission. Since I'm talking to students, I'll take my time. Your vision, your mandate is a bigger picture. Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Those that believe not shall be condemned. Go ye into the world, but you haven't traveled outside your neighborhood before. 
You see, the picture has been given to you. It's so big, it can overwhelm you if you don't understand what I'm just teaching you. You see, the bigger picture starts from a neighborhood. So you break it down to suit the neighborhood in which you're operating from. And after God has been able to establish your mission and your vision, now he begins to what? Extend you to the rest of the world. Does anybody have any idea what I'm talking about? Your vision is what you see. What you see right now. What do you see from the mandate God has given to you? Is to help individuals because you can find out that these days people are dependent on entities and they are dependent on personalities and they are dependent on uh, get quick stuff to get them over to where they want to get to. But that's not how it works. God said help them to shape that future God has given to them. You see, when you shape your future, it's easy for you to be able to fulfill the destiny because your future in the sight of God is already established. God is right now preparing you and retrofitting you into that purpose. So help them shape their future means that draw their attention to what they want to achieve in life. Not the general everybody is following. Is anybody getting anything? So if your vision is to reach out to millions of people, the 10 people God has given you are the millions of people you're, not, you're supposed to reach. How do you draw a vision to help them so that they become a prototype, an example of what God has called you for? Time won't permit me for me to just tell you over and over and over again of people who have been through this ministry and they're doing well with their lives. Because here we don't propagate religion. We propagate real lifestyle. Real lifestyle because Jesus didn't come to start a religion. He came to start a revolution and a relationship with God. Revolution because your life was at the back burner. It's supposed to come to the front line. And when you accept him, he puts you on that front line and he gives you hope. Christ in us is the hope of glory according to Colossians. It's not a cliche. It's a true fact. If you want to have your life established on this planet, you need a foundation. Say foundation. foundation. Come on, I didn't hear you say foundation. foundation. And this foundation must be the Christ. Anything at all you build upon will not last. But if you build your life, your business, your family, your relationship, everything on Christ, you see, it becomes the foundation upon which you build. The rains will come, the storm will come, the winds will blow, stuff will happen, but the foundation cannot be affected. Why? Because he in you becomes the hope of the glory of God. God placed in you before he placed you here. Everybody has a glory. That glory must be seen through you working your way in working and preparing yourself for what God has prepared for you. So if you think that somebody's prophetic word will take you there, yes, the prophetic word is supposed to remind you, but let's listen. It should motivate you to work your own salvation with fear and trembling. So our mission is to bring hope and restoration to the nations. 
Our vision is to help individuals shaping their future so that they can fulfill their God-given destiny. Apostles, so how do you do this? We do this through our passion. We do, we achieve these goals through our passion. Every missionary, every visionary must have a passion. The passion is what burns what God has placed inside of you to make it relevant so that others can what? Have part of it and enjoy it. What motivates you to wake up in the morning is your passion. What makes you don't want to quit when others are thinking of what? Folding in and just uh, closing up everything. What motivates you? You see, your motivation should be put into action. Say it after me. Your motivation should be put into action. And the action that comes up to, out of your motivation is what we call passion. Like an athlete wakes up at dawn, very tired and sleepy, but want to go on a jogging. What motivated the athlete to get up in the morning to put that motivation into action is the fact that they don't want to go on the track and they're not prepared enough for that, uh, should I say, uh, the, a match at, or a meet that day. You see, life is a competition, but most of you have forgotten that life is a competition. The beautiful thing about life is you're not competing with anybody. You're competing with yourself. So you don't need anybody's rule to lead your life. I think I have to take my time right here because most people in church think that they are in competition with other people. They even think that they are in competition with the devil. No, the devil is not in your league, so you can't have competition with him. Angels are not in your league, so you can't have competitions with angels. See, the competition in which you've been called into, Paul called it a race, is a race to be able to fulfill your God-given destiny before God calls you back into eternity to give an account. This race is such that you have to listen to God and learn his principles and apply his principles to the rule that you set for yourself to be able to play the game you want to play in this life. Anybody got it so far? Without that proper understanding, you might think that for somebody to be able to get ahead, you're losing, you're failing. The devil is a liar. There are no failures and winners in the game of life. There are only people who discovered what they are here for and they maximize their potentials to get it done. So to you, it might be just simply building maybe an orphanage for your neighborhood. Nobody will hear about you. You wouldn't be on the news media. Nobody will hear about you. But for you to be able to do that in a timely fashion to God's glory and God calls you home, he could call you from well done faith, what good and faithful servant. Rather than somebody who built mansions and is out of their what mission in life. They just want to impress a few people. See, so you don't have to be uh, insecure when people are following their God-given mission. 
Some are supposed to, especially those of us in ministry, some are supposed to reach millions of people. Some are supposed to have mega churches. Have you asked yourself, God, did you call me to have a mega church or to just be a simple teacher to educate, motivate, empower, coach people to become the best God has called them to be? You see, when you have that kind of mindset, you are not in competition with anybody. And you realize that when you walk in that path for a long time, you reach more people than you can imagine because, because you are not in competition with anybody and you're comfortable in what God has called you for. Let me tell you, we reach more people and not even re re realize that. Hallelujah. So your mission is important. Your vision is important. Your passion is important. Most of the time you hear me say that, oh, we're here to educate, motivate, and empower, coach people, and make sure that they are the right place to fulfill their God-given. So, Apostle, wouldn't you pray for people? No, I pray. I believe in deliverance. I've done deliverance, and I still do deliverance. I'm a, the greatest prophet you can ever find, a very smooth prophet, who sometimes don't say, that say the Lord, but I will speak the mind of God to you. But you see, when your passion is strong enough, it overshadows other interests of your life. Write that down. When your passion is strong enough, it overshadows other aspects of your life. People will know you for what you're passionate for, not what you're interested in. People will always gravitate towards those they know have what they want. People won't come to you for something they know you can't give them. So passion is important in life because your passion makes you stand out from the crowd. When somebody asks you to name three great soccer players in the world today, I don't think you have a problem if you follow soccer. Because there are at least two that I know that their passion has made them to stand out. Are they the best among all? Listen, there are some players that are very great players. But you see, their passion has not been able to bring them to the realm by which they can be compared to those two that we know. In America, when you call greatest basketball players of all times, there are a few names that come into your mind. But a whole lot of players have played basketball. And in their time, they gave it their all. You see, but it's passion. I say passion, say passion. It's your passion that distinguishes you. So you might be doing something. People will look at you do it. Somebody can watch you do it and say, this person is doing this thing, not because they're just good at it, but because it's part of their lifestyle. You see, your passion defines you among people doing similar or the same things you're trying to do. So don't become so quick to judge and say that, oh, everybody is doing the same thing. Why do I have to bother to do it? It's your passion that will differentiate you from the others. It's not your similarity. It's your passion. People will be throwing basketball into a hoop. Somebody throws a basketball and says, no, this person is cut for this. Why? Because apart from they knowing that that's their life's mission, having a vision for what they want to do, and knowing that that's what they want to do, they grew passion for it. Ladies and gentlemen, 
mothers, fathers, you can't force your children to be what you want to be that you couldn't be. Guide them. Follow their lifestyle. See what they're passionate for. You see, when people are doing things passionately without anybody supervising them, it's easy for them to do it and it not becoming a chore rather than they've been forced to do it out of sheer what coercion. Somebody said, work your vision like your life depends on it. And after a while, it becomes your lifestyle. And you will not work another day. That's what I'm talking about. You see, all the struggles we're going through in this world, trying to be above and over somebody, is because nobody has sat us down to teach us that in life, there's a game we all play. And we all have to know the rules by which we play those games. And because it's a game that is not finite, but infinite, there are no losers and there are no winners. We struggle and we come up with little. You see, when you understand that God is depending on you to deliver the goose he's given to you into this generation and help a few people before you pass on, you see, you take your time and not rush it. Because God wants you to download every gift in his place in you into this planet. There are people listening right now that are being blessed. If nobody stood in front of me and put the camera in front of me to record it and to package it and to send it to you, you wouldn't have seen it. Yes, this is my passion. Somebody must have a passion too to make sure that what I'm saying goes to the ends of the world. So don't take yourself for granted. Don't take yourself out of the equation. That's why I said every visionary, every missionary need a network. A network of people who understand what they're trying to achieve. A network of people who can understand, let me use the word, their craziness, because sometimes your passion can make you crazy. You'll be telling people what you want and they can't see it. They say, what is he talking about? It's because you see something they don't see. But be patient with them. When people catches on to what you're trying to achieve, you have a team of people who understand where you're going and they will now begin to support you. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your visions. Have a mission for your life. In other words, as a human being, have a mandate. What are you here for? Are you here to work paycheck to paycheck and go on a pension and die and go? Or are you here to live a month? That's a decision you have to make. Out of your mandate and your mission, get a small motivation out of that. Create a vision around it. A vision which means that that propels you to get up in the morning and to do what you're supposed to do. You see, when you get to that time, you're matured enough, like the ant, you didn't need a ruler or a guide. You know what to do, you get up and do it. I tell my sons and daughters, if you only have to feel like doing it, then it's not a passion for you. Sometimes your passion will drive you crazy. And your passion should be motivated by your vision, what you're trying to achieve. And last but not the least, make sure that everybody who meets you knows what you stand for. If you don't stand for anything, you fall for everything. That's where the world is going. It's become so confused it's become so what 
or on a death. People are just value confused. What used to respectable yesterday, today can be walk all over and everybody's okay about it. Have a value for yourself. Tell yourself, this I would do, this I wouldn't do. And let it be ingrained in the fiber of your being. That when people even want to buy you with money, a lot of money, you will sell your conscience and your value for it. Because God wants you to stand for something. Don't be just a church goer. Don't be just a church head. Always going to church to praise God, praise and worship prayer. It's good. But what direction is your life going? In the last scheme of things, you're in a mega church, everybody's prospering. What direction is your life going? See, that's what I came here to challenge you with. God has spoken to your ears so many times. And you still ask yourself, oh, I don't know what I'm here for. He, he told you. You aren't paying attention. Pay attention to the voice of the Spirit within you. Because the Christ in you is challenging you. You're just comfortable in your comfort zone. Get out of the comfort. Create an uncomfortable situation for yourself if you have to. Because you have a mission to fulfill, a vision to fulfill, and a passion to follow. God bless you. This is Wisdom Connection. The Media Ministry of Wisdom International Network Ministries. And we pray that when this message touches you, you subscribe if you haven't. Please press the notification button. And make sure you share the messages you hear that really, I mean, uh, uh, informs your decision or motivates you or challenges you. And make sure that this word goes far. Because our goal is to reach as many people as possible. God bless you. And we pray that next week, by this time, your eyes will be clear from the fog of this life and know exactly what God called you for. You're not in competition in, with anybody. If you're playing the game of life, follow the rules based on the principles of Christ and make sure you fulfill your God-given purpose. God bless you. Praise God. Hallelujah.